0: The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. Jonah was having a bad day. I don't know if you have ever had a bad day, like Jonah was having a bad day. But it started, we, we pick up the story in the middle of the action. Jonah's bad day started when, in this story, it says, the word of the Lord came to Jonah. I I don't know how you hear that. But if you think about it, the word was to go to this city and cry out against them, confront them with their sin. ever tried to stand in front of a bunch of people and tell them about sin and righteousness and the difference and which path they ought to take (laughs) (laughs) it it can be all so it's a great and a terrible thing when when a prophet receives the call of God when the word of the Lord comes to that prophet. So, so you know what Jonah did? He tried to flee from the presence of God. Have you ever tried to run away from God? I mean, God, God was dwelling in, in in the place of dwelling, in, in, the, in the temple, and, and Jonah said, I'm going to go that way. Because he was Sent to Nineveh, the capital of Assyria. It, our, our history is important here. The Assyrians captured and conquered the northern kingdom of Israel and carried off inhabitants to captivity. And about the city, there were about 120,000 people reportedly in Nineveh at that time. Um, they were known for exceeding wickedness, they were known for being a violent people. Um, in, in the current archeological ruins of Nineveh, there are two mounds. One is called the little lamb, and the other one is Nebi Yunus, which means the prophet Jonah. And, and one commentary that I read this week said this about Jonah being sent to Nineveh to, to understand the internal conflict that Jonah had to deal with it said that asking Jonah to go to Nineveh would be as if a Jew who had lost family in the Holocaust were asked to undertake a mission to Germany just after the Nazi period think about that juxtaposition going to tell people about God who had conquered taken captive and killed your family Jonah Jonah made his decisions based on that inner conflict and he tried to run from the presence of the Lord and he just kept going down he went down to Joppa he went down into the hold of the ship and then eventually he went down into the sea into the belly of the big fish Here's here's a picture of of the map. The red, orangish dot in the center is Joppa. There's a little A there. You may not be able to see it. The one to the right and up in the picture is Nineveh. The sea all the way on the left, near Spain, is Tarshish. So Jonah (coughs) did not only try to flee from the presence of the Lord, He tried to go to what is quite literally the very ends of the known world that's recorded in history at that time. He tried to get as far away as possibly he could. Then a storm came up, and and I can't say that word either, Hannah, um, so I chose Furiouser. (laughs) Furiouser and Furiouser and Furiouser, And, and the sailors. The sailors were honest folk, and they were devout. They each prayed to their own God, in their own way. And the captain found Jonah sleeping in in the hole. He said, what are you doing? Why aren't you praying? He said, well, it's it's my fault. And and I don't know about you, but my thought is, why didn't he just jump? I mean, if, well, never never mind. He said, toss me overboard, and, and the sailors said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to pray to your God to see if, if your God, with our prayers, and, and they were open to theological growth, these sailors Finally, they had to toss him, so, so they toss him, and, and Jonah ends up in the belly of a big fish. And and I think that's going to be the most fun phrase this whole series on Jonah, uh, the belly of the big fish. We'll twist and turn it here and there. So what do we find out about God? God's presence is impossible to flee from. We can't get away from God. Everywhere we go, Psalm one thirty nine speaks of this, everywhere we go to the highest mountain, to the lowest valley, to the deepest hole, everywhere we go, God is with us. It's also impossible to escape God's tasks. We'll find out as we study the book of Jonah. It's impossible to escape God's tasks because when Jonah ends up, belched up on the beach from the belly of a big fish, God says, arise and go to Nineveh. God will accomplish what God desires to accomplish eventually. It's also impossible to escape God's love. That's where God's presence is in this world. In our lives is God's life even maybe especially in the tumult of the storm is where we need the reminders in life that we cannot escape God's presence and we cannot escape God's tasks and we cannot escape God's love you see God is with us and God is for us because God loves us it's a nice logical progression for those whose minds work that way God is with us God is for us because God loves us it's funny as we as we read this this story of Jonah um, to discover who the story is really about. The the story begins with the Hebrew equivalent of what had happened was the King James translates it and it came to pass. What had happened was, is that God called Jonah and it's interesting. The name of Jonah is used 18 times in the 44 verses. The sailors are in chapter 1. The Ninevites are in chapter 3. And the name of God, either the Lord or God or the Lord God, is used 39 times in 44 verses. This story is even more about God than it is about Jonah or about Nineveh. So, what do we know from this? God is faithful all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. We say that every Sunday morning. We say that when we begin worship, we say that when we begin meetings to remind us that always God is faithful. Always God is faithful. You see, even, even God can use Jonah's fleeing. To bear witness to God's faithfulness to the saviors that don't know about, that don't know the Lord God. Now we don't know if 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 ultimately it, it, it says they made vows and they prayed prayers. We don't know if they converted or not. But at least they honored the God of Jonah. At least they could tell that it wasn't their gods who were doing this. So, God uses even our fleeing to bear witness to God's faithfulness. And that begs the question for us, will we be known for our, how will we be known for our response to God's faithfulness? Will we be known for our faithless response or our faithful response? What else do we know from this? We say it every Sunday before we leave. We say it at the close of our meetings. We will go out to be God's people in the world to love this city in the heart of Christ. God seeks people. From Genesis to Revelation, in, in every story that we read about God, we hear God seeking people in the garden, God called out to Adam, where are you in Jonah God sent Jonah to the Ninevites some of the worst of all the people in Jesus Paul wrote and said at the fullness of time God sent the son God seeks people and God sends us seek people. God sends us to seek people just like God sent Jonah to seek the Ninevites. Anybody know a city nearby that has about 120,000 people? (laughs) Yes. Beaumont. Beaumont. And what about the larger big county and southeast Texas area? hundreds of thousands of people live here many many more are moving here with the work that is going to happen in the near future I can't I can't remember the, the whether it was a million or a billion but somebody told me 55 um, million or billion dollars were going to be invested in this area over the next 10 years billion billion Fifty-five. Wrap your head around that. That means people will be coming here for work. And people who are here will be finding work. And that means those are people to whom we are sent to remind them, God loves you. God is for you. And God is with you. God seeks people and God sends us to seek people. Everywhere we go, we are sent in order to be God's presence in this world. Let's pray. We're yours O God and we're thankful. Help us to remember that everywhere we go, we're sent to carry your word of hope and love for all. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.